Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's waste no time. Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Joining us now, of course, uh, former Jazz head coach, the great Frank Layden with us on The Big Show. Hi, Frank. How are you today? Good. How are you guys doing? Hey, hey Frank. Doing well. Uh, well, good. I'm glad you're working. <laughs> us too, Frank. Us too. Is that work? I, it beats working, and beats not working. Facts. That is the exactly. truth. Exactly. Well said. Hey, Frank, uh, we, we're glad you had a chance to join us. We have a lot to talk to you about today. We thought a good place to start. Gordon uh, wrote a column a couple months ago uh, about you, and I, I thought it was your perspective on the, the COVID-19 situation, and it was a great column, and we loved your thoughts. I was hoping maybe you would share your thoughts and your great perspective on what we're facing uh, in, uh, in our world right now. Well, there's no doubt. You know, we're caught in something that we've never experienced before. And so there's bound to be mistakes. Uh, there's also uh, bound to be some some heroes. You know, uh, this doctor, what's his name, uh, Clouchy, uh, uh, he, he's, he's our new hero, you know, and there's going to be other people that are going to uh, come up with a, with a cure or a, a certainly some kind of a vaccine that's going to going to help us and their name will be will be held in in, in great esteem for all time uh there's going to be a downtime uh you know like i say uh you know we talk about spikes and and letdowns and and uh, you know we we're, we're we're also worried about our financial status and and uh you know and and it, it's a it's a terrible thing but it's a tremendous learning system and let's hope we do learn by it and we're able to deal with it in the future and uh and be able to trust one another too is very important uh this is this is an equalizer uh, in which the virus doesn't care what color you are they don't care uh what nationality you are they don't care where you live or what you do uh, it just comes in and makes you sick and and in a lot of cases kills you it's not prejudice or one bit Speaking of being prejudiced, uh, what do you think of the world around us as far as bringing awareness to social injustice? Well, I, 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 again, that's that's very well put. It's making us, it's re, uh, making us re-aware. I mean, we've we've been talking about this, you know, uh, going back after. I remember, you know, of course, I was just a youngster after World War II, uh, when when we have to remember that, say, Jackie Robinson. Uh, when there was a vote by the major leagues at that time, there was only 16 teams, and they met in the, in the uh, Waldorf Astoria in New York to vote whether the Dodgers could sign and use Jackie Robinson because of his color. 
Now, I mean, you know, we had just fought, uh, you know, we had just fought against all sorts of evil and everything. When you think about what happened to the to, to the Jewish people uh, at the hands of the of the Nazis, and uh, we saw the concentration camps and everything else, we come back here, and we have to vote as to whether we're going to let this veteran uh, athlete, American citizen, be able to say whether he can play baseball or not. And of course, uh, he, he he did play, and it was a it was a step by happy uh, uh, happy. Uh, I think the the the, uh, the commissioner of baseball then was happy. I can't think Chandler? of it. Happy Chandler. Happy Chandler, mm-hmm. and you know he he lost his uh, standing in in Kentucky and what have you. But he stood up for what was right, and he said that after a vote of. Uh, of uh, sixteen to uh, fifteen to one, not to let Jackie Robinson play, and he overrode that uh, thing, and and Jackie Robinson, of course, broke through. And you know, we know what Jackie Robinson did. It, it, it opened doors for for women's rights and and immigrants, and I mean, for so many people, uh, and and for the 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 African Americans and. And what have you? It, uh, it he was a tremendous, tremendous man. And I always remember what he said on his. Uh, it's on his tombstone, or what he said. I think are maybe the most important words ever said in all time. When he said, "A life is only as important as the impact it has on other lives." And uh, you know, when I think about uh, the the deaths that we've had recently to African Americans, that those those lives. Will make an impact that will have that will last for all time. There's no, there's no doubt. There's no, there's no place for it in our society or anywhere in the world. But, uh, but it's there, and let's hope that we we learn this bit of lesson, and and we know better in the future. Frank, I thought of you uh, as I watched uh, for, the movie Forty Two the other night about Jackie Robinson. And they showed Ebbets Field or some CGI yes. version of it. And I thought of you and something you told me probably 25 years ago. And that is when the Dodgers moved out of Brooklyn, it, is, it broke your heart, right? And it yes. changed sports. Yes, it, it, it was very interesting. It changed sports because it no longer was sports. It was big business. And they, they, went, they went off and, and, uh, and because of money. You know, and again, by the way, you know, even now, when when you listen, uh, you know, about uh, uh, the sports that are going on, we're worried about whether baseball is going to start and they're debating and everything else. It's always about money. But you notice that one of the very important partners, we have the owners who make a tremendous investment and sometimes their whole livelihoods, is, you know, all sports are not alike. Some people invest in some sports that that seem to never make money. But however, they uh, they the people who, who who we go about we look at, for instance, and then we have the players. They are partners uh, in in this uh, in this association with the owners, and the third partner is the one who could have the most to say. And and would would be uh, of course uh, is the producer of the money is is the is the fans, and I never hear the fans mentioned. You know, it's always it's always the players. How many games are we going to play? How many you know? Uh, if they want, you know, I haven't heard this in basketball. 
You know, they're talking about load management. I haven't heard this yet. They're worried about how many games they're going to play and the playoffs and all these things, back-to-backs and everything else. Hey, Gordon, why not shorten the game? Maybe the game is too long. All right, would that be easier on the players? I don't know, but I've never heard anybody mention it. But you know what? It's a shame that, that there isn't more concern for the people who love these sports. Hey, are you guys are familiar with that they want to do away with minor league baseball. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and wouldn't that be a tragedy? I mean, I, I, I think, and this is probably crazy, because Gordon and I, like he said, we go back 30 years, we're talking about Ebbets Field, and he knows I was at Jackie Robinson's first game. Uh, and that was, that was, I didn't understand how important it was then, as I do now. But isn't it, isn't it interesting that... Uh, when we look at, at at professional sports and what is important to us and what isn't, I would say this, and you guys can, can quote me, and you can say, yeah, Layden's nuts, we always know it. Minor League Baseball is more important than Major League Baseball. Hmm. Is that crazy? What's your reasoning there, Frank? Because of all the little towns. Right. How about the people, how many people, how many people ever really saw Babe Ruth? I mean, it's like voting for Abraham Lincoln or something. No one ever saw the guy. But, I mean, everybody gets their chance to see, see baseball in these little towns where, where, you know, so many people, so many more people play in minor league baseball. Get a chance to say, I played professional baseball, you know. And, and in so many communities, this is, this is the families going to the games together at a reasonable price. And enjoying night night baseball was was bigger in, in in the minor leagues than it was in the major leagues. It was there first, you know. So I, I just I just think that uh, we forget about the fans. We forget about you know someone says, oh yeah, well we'll cut back on on the on minor league teams and everything. Well, is that fair to the people in Ogden who have who have grown up on baseball and had the Dodger farm team up there for years? And you know it's professional baseball. It's it's a it's a it's a high quality game at an inexpensive uh, that's inexpensive to watch. So you can take your family, and you can take a you can go there and have a picnic. You know that's why I say it's more important than, than Major League Baseball. And they want to do away with it. These millionaires want to do away with it. There has to be some sacrifice too. You know. I'll tell you, Frank, I like the teams that have stepped up to pay those minor leaguers this yes. year. Regardless, yeah, it's cool. Some have it. Of course. And, and it's an investment in their futures. You know, and, and yet sometimes you have to look and say, you know, I have to step up and do things, even, even though it may not be in my best interest, but I, I don't think we're ever going to have to have a dinner thrown for the owners or a parade for them, you know what I mean? Uh, they they make their they make their money, and, and I, I I'm not saying hey they don't, you know. But I, but I'll tell you what, any guy that thinks that baseball is a bad investment, and he's sorry he got in it, he can give his team to me. I'll take it. The great Frank Layden on with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And uh, Frank, our community lost a good one a couple, uh, couple of weeks ago in Jerry Sloan, of course. And this is the first time we've had a chance to talk to you. Can you relay some maybe feelings or, or thoughts about oh, sure. uh, uh, the yeah, loss? Yeah, I mean, when we talk about Jerry Sloan, 
We're talking about a giant. And you know what? With Jerry, it was never about the money either. He loved basketball. He loved professional basketball. He loved every part of it. You know, he was a guy that supported the officials. And, you know, he fought with them a lot, but he supported them. He, 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 he was a guy that wanted to get them more money. He, he supported the players. The hardest thing Jerry ever had to do in his life was to tell the young man that he was cutting him. You know, he knew a lot of times that, you know, it, it wasn't like you cut a player or you trade a player or you cut a player that you know is going to hook up with another team. But how about when you cut a player who his whole life has been, been playing basketball so that he could get a chance to play in the pros? And when you cut him, you know that he's done, that he goes home. And there's more of those than, than are kept or make other teams. And that used to, that bothered Jerry so much. You know, he, he just, he hated it. You could see his whole, when it came time to cut down the squad, he just, his whole attitude had changed, you know? And uh, that's how he, he loved players. He loved people who were in, uh, in the game. And, and he loved professional basketball. I was, that was the biggest thing of all. I mean, I like professional basketball, but I also, I, I, I think I, I probably love uh, love the, uh, the the college game more. I don't know, you know, but... But uh, but he loved he loved the pro pro basketball. He loved everything about it. Frank, did you see all this in Jerry when you hired him after he'd been fired in Chicago? No, no, no. All I saw, all I knew about Jerry, is what I had seen of him as a player. The few times I had met him when he was scouting for us, it was a recommendation to take him that came from Phil Johnson. Phil Johnson was the one that said, "Hey, we, you know, get, let's get, let's help Jerry out. Keep him in the game, keep his name alive." And he's he's out of work. And I said, "Okay." And we we brought him in as a scout. And he just he was on his own wherever he wanted to go, whatever he wanted to do. He we trusted him one hundred percent to go out. We know he'd do a good job. I met him a couple of times. I knew him by reputation. I had seen him play. Uh, when I was with Atlanta, and I knew he was a tough guy, and 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 he played hard and what have you. I knew his reputation, but when when he came to us, uh, you know, I'll never forget. He said, "I want a coach." I mean, and he didn't, you know. I mean, I don't think we we talked about his contract. He didn't care. He says, "You know, I want a coach. Teach me, teach me everything you can." You know, and and I don't know if I told this story before, but this is. This, to me, is, is one of the, the nicest things and greatest things that ever happened to me. When I resigned, all right, and it was in the middle of the season, I stepped back. It was a little bit of a surprise to a lot of people, including the lovely Barbara Layden. It was a good <laughs> surprise for her. She was happy about it. But anyway, what happened was when I resigned, you know what Jerry said? Hey, Coach, you know, if in two weeks... You, you're not tired anymore, and you've and you, you thought it over and everything, and you decide to come back, you just tell me. I'll step aside. Wow. He said, no, I'll be happy to be your assistant for the rest of my career. Wow. And, and, you know, I mean, that to me was unbelievable. He said, I know how you feel now. You're tired, you're this, you're that. You're fighting with the refs and everything. And he said, but if you decide that, that hey, I made a mistake, I want to come back, he said, I'll step aside. I'll be happy to do that, and we'll just go on the way we were. 
And he said, if I never get a head coaching job, I'd be very happy to be your assistant for the rest of my career. Wow. I mean, that's, that to me, that's a real friend, you know. That was something special. Frank, but Jerry uh, was a special guy. Yeah. He was. He was He was one of those guys that intellectually was very strong. He had strong feelings. He was a patriot. He was a he was a tough guy. He and and he was fair, you know. And and I can remember him him in in restaurants, you know, picking up tabs, all right, and giving the waitress a hundred percent tip to a point where they say, "Oh, wait a minute, uh, sir, there must be some mistake here." You know, you you and he'd say, "No, there's no mistake. Thanks for what you do. You did a great job. We 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 love it." I mean, you know, those things don't appear in his uh, his resume or his his uh, his history, but that's the truth. And he did that a lot of times. He paid the people a hundred percent tip, and he took care of the little people. He took care of the the waitresses and the cab drivers and the and the and the, and the, the guy the the bellman at the in the hotels and the the red caps at the airports. They loved him because he he was he was fair to them. He knew that that's where he came from, and he knew what, how hard his father worked it, how hard his mother worked. And he talked about them. He talked about his family and, and growing up on a farm often. And not, you know, it's not like, oh, you know, I, every day I went to school, it was snowing, or I had to walk uphill. No, that wasn't the way it was. He always was very thankful for where he grew up and what he had. But he always felt like, that we're burdened with the idea that we've got to give back. You know, and he was just a special guy. Frank, Obviously, uh, the Hall of Fame recognized that. Yeah. And I have, not, I have not ever met a single person who said they didn't like Jerry. I mean, I never even saw anybody that thought, oh, you know, he's overrated, or he's this, he's that. Everybody ever said was happy for his success. Because they knew he was a guy who gave everything he had, and and uh, when you give everything you have, you should get something back. You know what I mean? You guys work hard. You're very good at what you do, but you work at it. You don't come in and just uh, and just uh, let it fall on you. You're prepared. You get ready, and and it shows in the quality of work that you do. Frank, uh, last thing from from me. I don't know if Jake has anything else, but I. You being the person that you are, I wondered if do you have some advice for everybody to to, to make them feel positive moving forward in uh, in sort of this uh, swirling crazy world we live in right now? What would you say to our listeners that might give them a lift? You know what I think. You have to believe in our country. You have to believe in our traditions. You have to believe in our customs. You have to believe in our past. And and we sure we have some bad apples, and we have some things that we're not proud of, and we, and, and we don't we don't feel good about. But they are overwhelmingly are are are, are things that we are, we have looked at, we have studied, and we have overcome. And we're going to overcome this now. We've been hit hard now with with the racial problems. We've been hit hard with the with the uh, pand- pandemic. 
And, you know, we're going to overcome these things. And you know what's going to happen just as it has before, when we had a depression before. And I could go back, I guess, to the Civil War, to the, to the, to the Revolution, to the Civil War, to the, to the Depression, to World War One, uh, World War Two. When we were over, we were better. We were stronger. And I think that that's going to happen here, too. I think that, uh, that this, this racial unrest has been an awakening to us. There's no place for racism in a country that is expect, expects to be free and a true democracy. It just doesn't work. And our leaders and our, our, our uh, professional uh, politicians, uh, they have to learn that or else we're going to kick them out of office. It's that simple. And so anyway, I, I just think that we're going to be better for this. We're going to be stronger. This is going to be a better United States. Uh, than it ever has been before. I hope I hope the lessons that we can hand down to our young people about their responsibility to carry on, all right, the, 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 the good things about this country and to never forget those things that we lived through that weren't so good. You know, we'll get over the we'll get over the sickness. That will that'll come and pass and there may be another one somewhere out there, uh, at some other time somewhere else. We'll overcome that, uh, but the, the the racial inequality and the and the racism, no, there's no place for it, and and, and it's not fair. Uh, you know, it, it just it just isn't right, and and I don't think we should uh, we should allow it. And I'm I'm proud to see things like getting rid of the Confederate flag at the races and taking down the statues and anything. any reminders of those things should re- be removed from our our, our lives. And, and and should be applauded, and uh, you know, and we'll get by. We'll get by. It's it's it's. There's going to be some tough times and hard times, and uh, I don't know, maybe maybe financial problems and what have you. But but we'll get over it. I really believe it. I think we're 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 special people, and I think there's there's a lot of Jerry Sloans out there. I think there's a, you know, as I mentioned once before, there was, Jerry Sloan was at the Alamo. Jerry Sloan was at the river. He was at the Battle of the Bulge. He was he was at Dunkirk. He, you know, he was everywhere. And and those kind of guys are gonna are gonna pull us through this. I really believe it. Well, Frank, we always benefit from your thoughts and perspective. Thank you very very much. And for then coming you know on. what? Remember what I said before, because these are these are what Jackie Robinson said. I is is. Everybody has a responsibility, and I've always think this, and I, and I, th- I think, uh, Gordon, you've heard me say this before, that when I go out every day, every single person I meet, all right, I hope that they will have a positive experience and will be better for us getting together. And it may be, you know, I pass some lady in the halls of my apartment here, and, uh, hello, how are you? Oh, don't you look nice today? You have something positive to say. Be positive. Be, you know, forget the negative things. Have a sense of humor. Have a laugh every day, you know. And and it, it, it's amazing at how far that'll that'll get you, and, and people will respect you. And and you know, I, I just think it's important, you know, to to laugh and have fun and and to have strong convictions and 
And our schools, uh, you know, be proud of your school, your school colors. Your, you know, it starts there. They're proud of your nicknames and your, and your teams and your teachers and your coaches. And, and then it goes right on up the line to, to uh, you know, our, our, our politicians have to earn that respect. But they can do it, too. So we're going to be fine. And we're lucky we live here because this is a good place to start. This, this is a great state with great people. And uh, we could use a little work in the sports uh, reporting department. But other than that, we're, we're pretty good. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. You're the best. Be well. Thanks, Frank. Okay, guys. Stay good. Hey, one of these days, they're going to stop paying you, too. <laughs> one of these <laughs> <Yeah>. days. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Oh, man. That's Coach Frank Layden uh, with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And uh, like I said, I think we all benefit from uh, Coach's thoughts and perspective. He has a, a certain way of communicating that uh, I find helpful. <laughs> I don't know how you couldn't. Right. I don't know how you could. And I did like your – how long ago was that now, Gordon? A couple months. I did like your column uh, you did with yeah. him a couple months a while, ago. A while back, yeah. yeah. He was – it's always a pleasure uh, talking to Frank. And he – Frank, Frank – uh, People think of him as being a funny guy, but he is very, very serious as far as what he feels strongly about. And uh, he, I think people should listen to what he has to say. Sometimes when you've lived as long as Frank has, you know a few things. All right, stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.